16 years. It's been 16 years since the Sacramento Kings last made the playoffs. The longest playoff drought in NBA history and the longest active playoff drought in major North American sports. 16 years Sacramento Kings fans have had to wait for this moment that finally comes in Portland, Oregon of all places. The Sacramento Kings are going to the playoffs. The drought is over. We don't have to talk about it anymore. We don't have to acknowledge it anymore. It is done. This is a playoff team. They've hit the reset button, a button that, to be honest with you, many in Sacramento Kings fandom didn't know if they were ever going to see in their lifetime or if they were going to give up on being a fan before they would ever see that button pressed. Well, the Kings are punching their ticket to the postseason they go. And it is a celebration here on Locked On Kings. You're going to hear, of course, my thoughts as someone who grew up a diehard fan of the Sacramento Kings turned media member, someone who hasn't seen the Kings make the playoffs since I was 12 years old. But you're also going to hear from different Kings fans around the country who are celebrating tonight the Sacramento Kings finally, in many ways, accomplishing a dream of a fan base who has been imagining this moment for years upon years upon years. It is here, everybody, and you are listening to Locked on Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time, time for another episode of Locked on Kings. Hello and welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and now confirmed soon to be all postseason for the first time in this podcast's history. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your own basketball franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on your app stores. Our listeners can get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On, all caps in the game. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I'm a Sacramento sports reporter reporter and producer, but first and foremost, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. Went to my first game at six years old. Kings versus Clippers inside of Arco Arena. Jason Williams drew my attention and captured uh, just my uh, imagination with the way he played. He was my first ever favorite player. But as I shared with you many times in the past, and those of you who are new to the podcast, you'll learn quickly what I fell in love with first and foremost was the fan base, was the energy, was how special Sacramento Kings basketball was. Now, I would grow up to realize that I was spoiled as a kid with the late 90s and early 2000s, the greatest show on court, and how great that team was. And little did I know that I was going to get to a 16-year stretch of no playoffs, and that stretch is over. I can't tell you how much of a relief that is, and I know you're feeling the same way. I can't tell you how much of a joy it is. I'm sitting here on the floor here in the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. It's the first time I've ever been into this building. And you know, it, it's an older building, so it gives me some Arco Arena vibes. It's bigger than Arco Arena was, at least I think it is. But it, it definitely gives me some Arco Arena vibes a little bit. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sitting here on the floor because I, I couldn't... I couldn't stand up like 
I've had some extremely energetic pods this year, right? I've gone nuts after games, but today I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling super energetic. I'm not feeling super over the top celebratory, if that's a, if that's a word or a term. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful and I'm soaking it all in. And, and that's the thing, it hasn't settled in yet. I, the Sacramento Kings were up by 30 points in the fourth quarter of this game tonight with like eight minutes remaining. And it really started to settle in. And I'm, I got emotional. And thanks to my partner, Kevin John from ABC10, he got it on video and, and shared it on social media. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see me kind of tearing up and, and looking like an absolute loser, <laughs> you can go and check that out. But at the same time too, like, I'm proud of the tears, and I know a lot of Sacramento Kings fans around the world were getting emotional and tearing up and crying tonight because this is a moment that, no, I mean, it, it shouldn't be this important to fans. And what I mean by that is, is not playoffs, of course, should matter and be a big deal anytime a team makes it, but it should not take this amount of pain and patience and frustration and honestly fear, fear of losing your basketball team like Sacramento Kings fans went to or went through to get to this point. So today's Locked on Kings podcast is a celebration, and today's Locked on Kings podcast is about the fans. It's about me. It's about you. Of course it's about this team, too, right? And, and you're going to hear, I'm going to play for you, sound clips at the end of the podcast. You're going to hear from uh, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, Malik Monk, Mike Brown, talking about the accomplishment of making the playoffs and talking about the fan base. You're also going to hear um, some of those guys talking about Keegan Murray's historic night tonight, which I'm going to do as best as I can not to let that get brushed under the rug with how big of a night this is for fran the franchise and how big of a night this is for fans. But I didn't have any plan when I started recording this podcast. I just wanted to speak from the heart. And I had a plan when... I thought the Kings were going to clinch on Monday night at home in front of the Timberwolves to go outside and, and to be crazy, celebratory, happy Matt and dance and, and jump and have a good time and high-five as many Sacramento Kings fans as I could. And there were a, a, an amazing amount of Kings fans in the building tonight. Those that traveled from Sacramento. I met a couple fans that traveled from Alaska who were originally from Sacramento. Like I met so many amazing fans here, and I'm so grateful for them. But I'm glad... Believe it or not, I'm, 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 I'm not glad that 18,000 Kings fans didn't get to experience this. I'm glad that this is how the episode is going to be. And I'm, I apologize to any of you who are new to Locked on Kings and are wondering, what the hell is this guy talking about? Why is he not talking about basketball and just being kind of an emotional, sappy wreck? I'm just, I'm glad because this, this moment feels right. This reaction feels right. It's just a, it's almost like a piece Right, a, a calm like realization that it's over, that the playoff drought is over. Now, starting tomorrow, we turn our attentions to gearing up for the playoffs, expectations of, with home court advantage, winning a round, because in addition to clinching the playoffs, the Sacramento Kings with the win tonight absolutely clinched, uh, clinched home court advantage. The worst they can finish is now fourth in the West, so we are going to get Game 1 and Game 2 in the Golden 1 Center, and if, if we think tonight's emotional, holy moly, is that Game 1 going to be emotional inside the G1C. I cannot wait for that night. And maybe you're going to get more fired up, excited, jumping all over, up and down, Matt, that, uh, that maybe you prefer on that night. But tonight, it's just a calm appreciation for the journey, even if the journey sucked for the moments where we thought that there wasn't even going to be a basketball team in Sacramento, for the moments where we 
were just trying to figure out what was wrong and blaming everybody we could and just trying to find the source of the 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 losing the 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 culture of just suck that was here and tainted this franchise as early as less than a year ago and we're at this point i mean i'm just I'm so incredibly grateful for this journey. I'm so incredibly grateful for this season and what it's done for me as a career, what it's done for Locked on Kings, what it's done for my family. I'm so incredibly grateful for the fans that I've been able to connect with all around the world uh, and and who take the time to listen and interact with me. And, you know, I I had someone, uh, Will, on Twitter say, and Will and I typically disagree with a lot of Kings takes, and and I I disagree with a lot of people on social media. I guess I have that kind of effect on people. Um, But... He was giving me props, you know. He was saying like, "Like, uh, we gotta uh, give Matt his props for being right about this team making the playoffs all along." And, and it's not about being right. Like, it's really not. Like, I could care less because this is. Don't let anybody show you receipts of any bad takes that you had earlier this year. If you were, if you were one of the people that adamantly disagreed with me at the trade deadline, and was like, "Matt, you are wrong. This team is in trouble because Monty McNair didn't make any moves other than the Kessler Edwards move." If you were one of those people. I don't care if you were right or wrong. I don't care that I was right or wrong. It doesn't matter. We all want the same thing, and the reality is we accomplished the same thing. I should I say we accomplished. We as a fan base accomplished that tonight, but those players accomplished it. Those players, and even if I, I know they have higher expectations, I know this was only a, 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 a rung on the ladder for them, that this was just an inevitable, and even the players like Harrison Barnes and De'Aaron Fox who have been here longer than anybody else, they could appreciate the moment, but they weren't going to emotionally be attached to the moment as much as, as we as the fan base are, or maybe enjoy it or soak it in as much as, as we are. But they still brought that to us. This team, this coaching staff, this organization, this front office, this ownership group, and I know the Ronadive family and other owners and, uh, and, and front office members have taken a lot of criticism over the years. Many, much of it, if not all of it, deserved, but in the end they've delivered this. They delivered this moment for Sacramento Kings fans. And it's it's surreal that it's here. But it's also about damn time. Right? It's about damn time. So you best believe, starting tomorrow, maybe tomorrow the fired up celebration mat will, will come out. Maybe when I let everything sink in and I fly back to Sacramento and I realize, okay, this is a playoff team. Now we got to gear up for the playoffs. So now we can celebrate it a little bit more. Maybe that's when the the mat that normally hosts Locked on Kings will come back out. But for tonight, I think we all together should just soak it in. Remember what it took to get here and appreciate truly how important this moment is. And there are a lot of, there. I'm telling you, every other fan base in the world, maybe other than the Seattle Mariners fan base, they don't understand and won't be able to understand and fully appreciate what this means for Sacramento Kings fans like Kings fans appreciate it, and that's fine. And I hope I hope organizations never have to go through this. I love that NBC Sports tonight, they put out the now the, the list of longest active playoff droughts in, in North American sports, and I think it's the Jets, the New York Jets that are uh, at the top. So that's great for the Sacramento Kings not to be on there, but I wouldn't wish this upon any fan base, and I hope it never happens again. I don't want to see the Sacramento Kings have a five-year drought, let alone 10, 15, 16, nearly 17 years like Sacramento Kings fans dealt with.
I'm sorry. I feel like I've talked about myself a lot. Uh, it's all I really can do to, to speak from the heart tonight to really soak this all in. I was, from a basketball standpoint, a little bit nervous with how this game got started. It was like 20 to 19 at the end of the first quarter. I was like, what has happened to the Sacramento Kings offense? They really seem to have struggled with the 2-3 zone. But over the course of the game, they figured it out. I don't care that the... Uh, Portland Trail Blazers rested everybody. It's still important that they got this win, and I still think it's significant that the Sacramento Kings held the Portland Trail Blazers to 80 points, winning this game by 40 points. Like They did what they were supposed to do tonight, and that's really all that I can take away from this basketball game other than the Keegan Murray stuff, uh, which I'll talk about here at the end of the podcast. But in just a second, I'm going to play your voices because enough of just me talking. I wanted to hear and I wanted to share the voices of Sacramento Kings fans who, like me, have been through the struggles and the pains of this playoff drought, and we finally have this moment together. So you're going to hear from a, a, a handful of Sacramento Kings fans who sent in videos to me just sharing what this moment, what clinching the playoffs means to them. Before that, though, like I said at the top of the show, today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. It's the coolest game I've played in a long time. I always thought that being an NBA GM would be amazing and maybe sometimes a little easier than reality. As it turns out, it's not easy at all. I'm playing this game right now. I'm at the end of my first season. Newsflash, I didn't make the playoffs. So I'm glad in real life it's actually happened for me because in Ultimate Basketball GM, I'm in the offseason right now, and I have a lot of work to do. This game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of your franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty in the simulation you're responsible for, dealing with coaches and their personalities, hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through the ups and downs of free agency, the draft, and all of the regular season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world ultimate pro basketball gm is completely free and playable offline you can play on the go as you want and when you want to locked on kings listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using promo code locked on in the game store so make sure to check it out to download the game visit probasketballgm.com scan the code or look it up in app stores that's probasketballgm.com ultimate basketball gm start your dynasty today to all the Sacramento Kings fans who sent in the videos that I'm about to play for you, thank you. Thank you for your support, and thank you for wanting to share your voice. And for those who are other Sacramento Kings fans, I think it's important for you to listen to your fellow fans. For those of you who are not Kings fans who are checking this out, just to get an understanding of what this truly means, I encourage you to soak in every word. Let's go. What's up, Matt? Your boy Liam from Richmond, Virginia. Been a Kings fan since the mid-90s. You know, this is Jersey right here that actually made me a Kings fan. I'm excited. 16 years out the drought. It's clinchmas, baby. Hey, Locked On Kings. I'm calling here. Name is Warren. I've been a fan since 1986, and I moved to Sacramento as a young kid. My first love, first sports team I ever followed. Um, and I remember even as an 11 year old calling into the Sacramento Bee uh, saying, hey, in the, in the 1989 draft, you guys should draft Glenn Rice. Um, and of course, they drafted Purvis Ellison instead. They should have listened to me. Um, but that's water under the bridge. So after 40 years of following the team um, and what's felt like just disappointment after disappointment with cheating refs, with the Ori shot with uh, Weber's injury, with draft pick busts and Thomas Robinson, Ben McLemore, and 
nearly losing the team to Anaheim or Vegas. It just felt like we were the laughing stock of professional sports. You know, we were constantly in the bottom of these magazine or uh, online rankings of the worst run franchises, poverty franchise, Kangs. And so last October, I sat in Seattle's T-Mobile Park, where the Mariners, my other sports love, you know, hosted their first playoff game in 20 years. And despite losing that game, it was a collective spiritual balm to cover over the 20 years of futility and near misses. We all felt like we could finally breathe and move on. So to have the Kings this season rise from the dead, break the streak, it's not just about the team finally being good, but it's to reward all the faithful fans. None of these bandwagon fans, they don't count. That's not what we're talking about here. It's for the faithful few that stuck through amidst all the toil, that all the laughter from the celebrities and the pundits, national media, all the questionable draft picks, you know, being the bottom of the power rankings, all the losing seasons. This is just a message to never give up on your team, never stop hoping, never stop believing, and to stand by uh, behind your team no matter what. Now, I'm going to enjoy this ride, and I hope all you Kings fans will too. Hey, man, what's going on? Just want to get this out real quick. Um, for me, the Kings making the playoffs feels very surreal. Uh, it, it is something I have dreamed about li literally since I was a kid when I became a fan. When I was 12, I am now 28. <laughs> uh, I've only seen the Kings in the playoffs one time back during that series against the Spurs in 2006 when Kevin Martin had that game-winning layup in Game 3. That's when I became a lifelong fan, and it made Kevin Martin my first favorite Kings player. And then after that, I spent many years going to games. Uh, I'm originally from... I'm originally from the 209 area in Manteca. Uh, so I only lived an hour south of Sacramento. So went to games for years and years and years until up until I moved to LA in 2018, which is where I live now. Um, I have maintained my connection listening to you, Deuce, uh, Damien. You guys have all gotten me through a lot, uh, especially during the pandemic and all that. So I want to thank you guys for that. Uh, I already got my vacation approved. I am coming back to Sacramento for game one of the playoffs. Whether I can get tickets or not, I'm going to be there. And I am, I was planning on going to France, but I have actually decided that I'm definitely taking my mom because she's the only Kings fan I know that stayed positive through it all. I was not one of those people. I am definitely more of a pessimistic Kings fan to my own fault. So if anyone deserves to be at Game 1 of the playoffs, it's her. So shout out to her. And I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Hola, Matt. My name is Jessica Gavillan Reyes from Puerto Rico. Sacramento finally clinched the playoffs. So no more booty to me, to the lawyer parts. No more booty, finally. The league and my friends need to respect the Kings. Like the being. Go Kings. It's a blessing. I'm happy to say that I'm a Kings fan. That's not something that I could have easily told you um, the last 16 years. It's been hard. It's been very hard. Um, but Sacramento's used to this. We went through the 0-2 finals in the Western Conference. We get through that, we can get through anything. We almost lost our team, Anaheim. Seattle. We're the capital of California, man. We've, we've never gotten respect. 
There's only one professional sports team in this city. We fought for this. This is here to stay now. The foundation that Mike Brown and Monty McNair built, we're not going nowhere. De'Aaron Fox deserves this. Harrison Barnes deserves this. Rashawn Holmes deserves this. You deserve this. Sacramento deserves this. I'm ready. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm elated. I'm ready to go out there. I'm ready to put the ball in my hand right now. I'm ready to go, man. Tonight is going to be electric. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Um, thank you. Thank you, Sacramento, for sticking with us. Thank you, Kings. Thank you, Vivek. Nobody gives him enough credit, man. He's a Sacramento King, too. You know, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, I might cry. <laughs> um, but, man, I'm 35 years old. I've seen a lot of bad, but I've seen a lot of good. And I'm ready. So, thank you, Kings. Let's go. I've been a Kings fan since the early 90s, and breaking this playoff drought means our passion, pride, and loyalty wasn't in vain for the past 16 years. We've dealt with frustration, dysfunction, and ridicule, and year after year that loyalty gets tested. None more so the year we almost lost our team. And I remember that's when Kings fans yelled and screamed, here we stay. Now, here we are. Welcome back, Kings Playoff Basketball. Light that beam. Hey there, Matt. Name's Ray Kumar. Been a Kings fan since the early 2000s. Um, to answer your question, a playoff berth means pretty much everything. For me, my family, especially my mom, she's a big Kings fan. She's been loyal even through the tough times. Um, but a playoff berth, Pretty much it's the cherry on top. The season, all the successes, we honestly don't know what to do. We just been enjoying every moment. And they surprise us this season. I think they're gonna surprise us in the playoffs too. They're gonna go pretty far and can't wait to celebrate. Yo, my fandom for the Sacramento Kings goes back 32 years. I've been riding with them literally since the day I was born. Man, I am so pumped right now. We're going to the playoffs, baby, for the first time since 06. I was only in 8th grade back then. I'm a college grad, working a full-time job now. I'm just adulting right now. I am so ready going to game one. I'm going to lose my voice. I don't even care. Let's go. Hashtag Sacramento proud. Hashtag light the beam. Hashtag yeah, baby. Let's go. Hey, my name's Dustin. I'm a huge lifelong Kings fan. Um, what would it mean for them to make the playoffs again? <laughs> oh, it would be just crazy. I um, I remember back, you know, going almost 20 years ago. Uh, we lived five hours away from SAC, and anytime my work or anybody would get get me tickets, I'd be hopping in the car, driving five hours each way. And representing with my cowbells. And uh, um, even now, you know, as I continue to post online about about my Kings, you know, people are like, oh, you know, how long you've been a fan? They think I'm just now a fan. I'm like, no, just now you started paying attention, you know. But, uh, oh, my gosh, it would be so, so awesome. And I cannot wait till that happens. 
These are the styles of jersey that the Sacramento Kings wore during their playoff era. I remember being at Sac State as a teen who wasn't quite ready for the college experience, watching the Mitch Richmond-led squad give their all against the Jazz. Might have shed a few tears, but I also beamed with pride days later after seeing the team being thanked in front of the Sacramento Capitol building. And now, I am ready for the 16-year playoff drought to rest in peace. Oh, yes! Hi, my name is Rob. I've been a Sacramento King fan since uh, early 2000s with Peja, Bibby, Vlade. And so this drought, it's been horrible. So hopefully, and I know we will, clinch uh, come tomorrow. And when we do... I can't wait to see what happens. I'll be there game one at the Golden One Center. And I live in Southern California, so I have to be around all those Laker fans who are mean and just awful. So when we do take it and they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be that much sweeter. 24 years old, Sacramento hasn't been to the playoffs in 16 years. So I was a little kid, but growing up in Sacramento um, as a fan, People never took Sacramento basketball serious. So growing up as a Hooper in Sacramento, you have that chip on your shoulder because your team sucks. Therefore, all the Hoopers from your city suck. So what it means for the city as a basketball player, validation. Feels good to see us back. And hopefully, Kings basketball is here to stay. Whether it's Sabonis, um, and Herter, or Sabonis and Murray, or Fox and Monk, um, this team connects us all. Um, I left California with my family five years ago for work. Um, and in a small way, this team has allowed me to stay connected to family and, and friends. And um, it's just amazing to see these guys end it. Playoffs are here. Light the beam, baby. Let's go. Man, I tell you what, Matt. There were times when I didn't think it was ever going to happen again. <laughs> and, uh, boy, this just means so much to to me for us to have this, this team be back to where we all wanted it to be for so long. And I know I'm not alone in this, that the Kings were the reason that I fell in love with basketball as a kid, watching those Mike Bibby, Chris Weber, Peja Stojakovic teams. Um, and boy, this just, this just means so much, man. It's just so happy for the fans, the city of Sacramento, that we, we stuck it out all these years through relocation, scare to just some days where it didn't seem like it was ever going to end. So, man, 
What an incredible thing for the city of Sacramento. This episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NCAA tournament is winding down, but also turning up as we get closer and closer to crowning a national champion. Plus, NBA playoffs are right around the corner. It's no better time and no better place than FanDuel to get in on the action. It's America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Uh, and if you uh, lose your first wager, you can wager on anything from money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. Just go to fanduelcom slash locked on and sign up today to claim that no sweat first bet. It's all in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at no sweat first bets uh, at the one, or up to $1,000 when you join Fanduel today. Just go to fanduelcom slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with Fanduel. So before we wrap up, you've heard from me, you've heard from Kings fans. Let's hear from some of the players. Here's De'Aaron Fox, Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, Malik Monk, and Sacramento Kings head coach Mike Brown talking about this team finally clinching the playoffs and talking a little bit about the fans as well. Uh, coming into it, knowing that that was kind of a burden um, that you wanted to just get off your chest, um, I'm definitely grateful to be a part of that. But like I said, uh, ever since Mike's gotten here and just the talent that we brought in, the guys that we brought in, um, everybody has, you know, bigger aspirations than that, but uh, it definitely feels great. It definitely feels great to be a part of that. I mean, it's great. I mean, obviously, you know, it would have been nice to, to do it at home for them and, and have them see it. So that was a, you know, that was a letdown for them. But I think, you know, for all the support they've had over the years, um, continuing to come to the arena, um, you know, heartbreak after frustration, after disappointment, um, season after season, you know, to finally get this moment, I think for them, it's, um, you know, it was everything. I always have been here for one year, so I feel like it was a long time coming. Um, glad I could be a part of it. Uh, also with a lot of really good players and guys that I've been here before, so it's, it's special for sure. We all knew it, man. Um, it's a little, it's a clip on Twitter I seen. Um, I was talking to TMZ, I think, um, before the season, before I went to sack. Um, he said, um, are the Lakers going to be a sleeper? I said, no, we are. Um, so that's crazy. Uh, I, I kind of knew it a little early, but yeah, man, it's exciting for us. The fans have been phenomenal. Uh, you know, the electricity that they bring, not just to Golden One Center, um, but even when we're walking around and, you know, out in the streets or out in public, the fans have been great. You know, uh, they sure are deserving of this. Uh, I just, I, 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 I want, I know not only myself, but we want to give them a lot more than we've given them so far already uh, because they're more than deserving of it. And, you know, when you have a fan base that's as intelligent, rabid, passionate uh, about not only their, 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 their team but their city too, you can feel it's a, it's a prideful thing. You just want, you want the world for them. And you're excited about it. Uh, we, want, uh, we want them to celebrate. Uh, but we, we also... Uh, know that they expect more from us and we expect to hopefully give them more. Finally tonight was historic for Sacramento Kings rookie Keegan Murray who first officially passed Damian Lillard for second all-time uh, on the, uh, the, the with the record for three-pointers made by an NBA rookie and then it wasn't long before Keegan passed Donovan Mitchell. Keegan now owns the title of most three-pointers made by a rookie. I believe the number is 188 and counting. Let's see if he can uh, get to that 200 mark. Here's what Keegan had to say about it, De'Aaron had to say about it, and Sacramento Kings head coach Mike Brown had to say about it. It's special just because everything came with, in the flow of the offense. I feel like I 
didn't really do anything special, and I feel like they just put it in a good place um, where I could get open shots, and it was all within the flow. So. I know you said it's within the flow of the offense, but it seemed like after you hit that second one that your teammates were trying to get you that third. What does it mean to you to know that they were looking out for you as well and wanted you to have that moment? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It just shows, the I feel like, the connectedness within our team and um, the love that we all have for each other. So uh, I feel like that just exemplifies what we've been throughout the season, how close we've been throughout the season. And uh, it's, 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 it was cool uh, to share that moment with them on the court. Uh, it's big. I think that's a that's a big confidence booster for anybody. Um, obviously, he was more so a late, a late bloomer. And uh, I think with him coming into the league his first year and being able to break any type of record, um, just definitely, I think, it gives you a confidence boost. And he knows that. You know, we want him to continue to get better and, you know, be one of the better players in the league. We already talked about him being one of the uh, best three-point shooters in the league, um, not just as a rookie, but, you know, out of everybody. And uh, we want him to just continue to grow. And, and he knows that he has, you know, an entire group behind him. To see uh, Keegan do that tonight with the way he's played all year and how hard he's worked was an amazing feat. I, you know, you don't take that for granted. That is hard to do when you're talking about something in the history of something. That is an amazing, amazing, phenomenal job that he's done. He should be applauded uh, for many years. Hopefully, uh, he's not done with it yet. Um, I'm just so proud of him. Uh, you know, you're excited for his family and for his friends, for his teammates. Uh, it's it's just it's it's phenomenal. And um, hopefully he's in the record books uh, for the next hundred years or more uh, because it's, it's an amazing job watching him break that record from a phenomenal great player that held it for as many years as he had. Um, I can't say enough about him and, and how deserving he is of it. What an amazing ride we have been through. Of course, Locked On Kings hasn't been around for the full 16 years, but it's been around for the last six that I've been hosting it. I'm very thankful for how you've helped me get through the last six years. I hope I have done the same for you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for helping me get to this moment. Let's continue to celebrate it together. Let's finish this regular season strong and get ready for playoffs. So sweet to say. The Sacramento Kings have clinched. The Sacramento Kings are going to the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. And I can't wait for tomorrow to start really paying attention and really looking forward to what the postseason is going to bring. It's new. It's different. It's exciting. We haven't experienced it for a long, long time. But that doesn't mean that the Sacramento Kings team isn't ready and isn't paying attention to all these supposed teams who want to take on the Kings in the first round. That'll be a conversation for another day. As for tonight, it's gratitude. It's appreciating the moment. And of course, I appreciate you. Can't wait to have you join me on the next episode of Locked on Kings. Until then, my name is Matt George. You've been listening to the Locked on Kings podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network.